When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Sick Pod Talking Titans. Tonight, I'm joined by Vin. Sal's on vacation. We're all entitled to it, so we're glad to have him back next week. But on this week's episode, we're going to talk about and spotlight a position group on the offense that no one's really talking about. That could be a bright spot for this team. And what's life in the wide receiver room without DeAndre Hopkins if he's not signed by the Tennessee Titans? We talk about it next. Sammy, start us up. Wait, 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 wait. He's on vacation, too. So, Shane, start us up. Turn up your volume, because you're about to listen to The Sick Podcast, Talking Titans. Ladies and gentlemen, 94 yards, touchdown Titans! He is the baddest man in the NFL, and he just took her to the house. The Sickest Tennessee Titans Podcast. It's going to be sick. All right, guys, welcome back to the show. We usually do this at the end of the show, so we're going to talk about our great sponsor in Manscaped. So this this week's episode is sponsored by Manscaped, uh, the best men's below-the-waist grooming product is precision engineering tools for your family jewels manscape precision package is the ultimate men's hygiene bundle join over 7 million men worldwide who is trusted by manscape with the exclusive offer for you 20 percent off and free worldwide shipping with the code sick titans at manscape.com if my math is correct that's 14 million balls 14 million balls and this product really sells itself i mean we talk about it every week but the um, performance package 4.0 with the ceramic blade for your Brajol clipper. I mean, for your uh, for your Brajol with the 4K LED light, so you can see everything in 3D because nothing like seeing those jewels up close and personal. Um, <clears throat> you know, we're gonna we're gonna minimize nicks and cuts. We can do it in the shower. You can uh, get this thing wet. You know, not only that, but you're gonna get the nose hair trimmers. You can use for your nose. You can use for your ears. I uh, use them for all those pesky areas. And then we just have a whole bunch of other products as well. I mean, the underwear is is, is just phenomenal, as comfortable as it's going to get. It cups, um, it cups it so perfect. Oh, it's it's amazing. It is. It, you know, it makes it look like, you know, something worthwhile down there. You know? That's it. And, um, you know, we got beer products. We got products for your meatballs as well as your brajol, you know, deodorant, you know, all, all kinds of great things. So do yourself a favor. When you shop Manscaped, use our code SICKTITANS for 20% off and free shipping. That's S-I-C-K-T-I-T-A-N-S, all one word, for 20% off and free shipping. Do yourself a favor. Do your significant other a favor. I got to brand that. I've been saying that. That's it? Yeah, it's, you know, I might have to trademark that. When you're on a shirt. Yeah, exactly. But shop Manscaped and use our code. Um, But... Leading into, um, you know, I actually did want to bring this up too. Shout out me, you, and Shane. No free shout outs. The only one's not on vacation <laughs> this week. You know, you think, you know, we'd maybe get the invite, but it might have got lost in the, the mail on the way on the way from Canada. Um, but, uh, you know, I am, um, you know, I'm excited to talk this week about DeAndre Hopkins and what's going on with him. You know, what's going on maybe 
if we don't get him, what could the position really look like? We know there's, um, you know, there's some new teams that were thrown out there today. Um, the Carolina Panthers, as well as the um, who else was out Browns. there? Browns, Cleveland Browns, yeah. So you know, I, I don't, I, I don't know. There's a report today. Um, the Browns and the and the Panthers seem to be in on him as well. He's weighing his offer from the Titans and the Patriots. You know, what do you think, Jared? You know, I, I think it's until something happens, I'm trying not to think about it because I'm getting myself. You know, I was all excited last week when, um, you know, I thought he was weighing these offers and he was going to make a decision. Now today we get a report that two more teams are interested. And you would have to think that he's so talented that he can pick and choose. If he calls the the Ravens or the Chiefs and says, hey, I want to come here, you know, he could probably, you know, has that power. But, you know, the, the Panthers and the Browns are supposedly in today, you know, on him. So what, what are we thinking about that? They're technically not in. I mean, the tweet says lurking, so who knows what that really means? Um, I still believe it's 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 full go with the uh, Patriots and Titans. Um, the only link to the Browns is um, Watson, his old former quarterback. So that's why I think they're just throwing their you know their hand in in, in the ring. Um, money situation, I'm not sure about you know either team what their cap space is or what their rooms like. I, the Panthers, I have no idea why they would be doing it because they they already have I think DJ Shark and Adam Thielen, right? And Thielen, Jonathan, Jonathan, Jonathan Mingo, yeah, and they got some other guy too. I forgot, but whatever the case is, like like I said, it, it it's between the Titans and Patriots. I think that you're going to hear so much noise going forward now. If he really wanted to go to the Bills in Kansas City, those would have been lined up right afterwards. I believe training camp is right around the corner. July 4th, my deadline, I think, where the fireworks were going to happen. I think he signs on July 4th for his fan base to go absolutely crazy. That's next week. So, I mean, what is there not to like about Tennessee? He said the vibe is there. He loves variable. He he performed well in that offensive scheme with Tim Kelly. He's got Derrick Henry, the best running back in the league. I don't care that he's 30 years old or, or 28 years old. He's still He has more treads on his tires than any, any of these running backs, and he's still performing at, at, at Eric Dickerson type level player, whatever you want to call him. So, um, and especially if you're pairing him with a young Traylon Burks and you have him and he already tweeted like, Hey, whoever I come that wide receiver room, I'm going to make them better. So that, that just hyped me up when I saw that. Cause I said, man, if he's talking about Traylon Burks and Traylon Burks is being talked about by uh, Kevin Byard saying, man, this guy is on another level this year. He is an absolute beast in training camp. He's talking you know, to the media more confident about it. He looks bigger. He looks faster. He's not. He's more conditioned than last year. So I really think it's going to come down to us. Uh, I think that was just, a, you know, Bill Belichick, you know, I'm going to go to New England just to leverage for the Titans to make a better offer. But we'll see what happens. Yeah, no, I mean, absolutely. I um, I hope he comes as well. I'm not, you know, a big believer on maybe Carolina because maybe he's closer to where he's from because I know he went to Clemson. So maybe he wants to be closer to home. I don't know, but Tennessee is not, you know, too yeah, far from the Carolinas either. I don't think he ends up in New England. You know, the only thing that, you know, makes me think that's a possibility still is just the respect that Belichick have had, him and Belichick have had for each other. That video, you know, they showed each other their praises while that during that pregame, uh, you know, warm up when they played each other this year. So anything's possible, you know, Belichick is, you know, the best coach, you know, maybe of all time. So For real. And they got, they got Juju, you throw him on that team. They have Ramon J. Stevenson, you know, 
definitely going to help out, you know, whichever quarterback they go with, Zappy, or you have to think it's Mac Jones. Yeah. So, you know, I, I don't know, but I, I tend to think he leans, um, you know, Tennessee as well. But who knows? You might want to play with Deshaun Watson. The Browns are a funky team. They gave they're, – they're a weird organization. They're dysfunctional. They've, um, they gave Deshaun Watson all that money, so they might try and do everything they can to surround him with um, – you know, with talent. So let's just say for argument's sake, though, that we don't get DeAndre Hopkins. Um, you know, I know we all want him, but if he signs elsewhere, you know, what's life looking like without him on this roster? Who could we go get a Jarvis Landry, Kenny Galladay? Other than that, that list is looking sad. You know, Pringle maybe from from uh, Kansas City. You know, w- what's our move? Because if we don't sign anybody, we have to go on to camp with, with Burks, you know, as a, as – Hopefully a number one. After that, it is looking extremely, extremely thin. So what's life looking like if we don't get DeAndre Hopkins? My life is looking like what we're, I'm going to crawl under this table right now because it is very slim. You you better uh, go to Nashville in, in three weeks to try out for the wide receiver room because it's bad. So listen, push all the chips on the table to get him. But like you said, you, you named a few people. I looked earlier today on um, – who's still available out there. I, I once talked about on the podcast, Kenny Galladay, but I take that back because he had issues with um, Brian Dable and uh, just thinking about it. Vrabel's not going to take no shit from nobody either. So he's not going to be able to come here. But uh, the only guy, if we don't sadly sign DeAndre Hopkins, I would go after would probably be uh, Nikhil Harry. Uh, he was a big target coming out in the draft a couple years ago. He failed with Belichick. Maybe it was not a system fit. I don't know. But um, Vrabel tends to get the best out of players. I'm not saying Belichick doesn't because he absolutely does. But um, you got to go after a guy like that, young. He's still talented, uh, just needs another opportunity, just like the the rest of these guys um, on the team are are talking about opportunities. We'll get into that a little later. But, um, yeah, I mean, that would be my only target would be him or via trade like we talked about a couple weeks ago with a Cortland Sutton or a, a sign. Ayuk maybe. Brandon Ayuk entering his final deal. Jerry Judy, if you sign him long-term, so the cap hit wouldn't be that long. I mean, they have an, an expensive, expensive wide receiver in the Broncos. And uh, another one, we had Adam Rank on. He was a big fan of Tim Patrick coming off the ACL this year. He was he, he said he was one of the best wide receivers in the Denver Broncos room. If, they, if, if we don't. You know, get Hopkins, and we do look that route. You know, I think someone like Judy or Ayuk is. You know, we're we're throwing darts blindfolded. I doubt that happens. Yeah, Tim Patrick would probably be our best bet if a trade is the scenario. But I mean, if if we get Hopkins, I mean this this whole team just looks so much different. A revamped O line, which we'll get into in a little bit. Um, Derrick Henry, the best running back in the league. Traylon Burks, DeAndre Hopkins, Chig, who everyone's high on. Maybe that free ups Kyle Phillips, you know, Tajay Spears. We got, you know, who knows what this kid Wiley is going to be like this yeah. tight end we drafted this year. So if we get Hopkins, I mean, I am not to say it's make or break in our season in, you know, late June, but that's kind of the, the scenario right now. If we get him, you know, and this defense could play the way we know it could play, you know, and if things go our way, we could make some noise late in the year. But without I, made, him, I, mean, I, I made a, I made a controversial tweet, uh, this past week about if they do sign him, the Titans are going to be a top three AFC team. And people loved it. People said I was absolutely crazy. Heroin's a hell of a drug. But if you really think about it, right, we're not too far from being the one seed, right? No. We, didn't lo- we didn't lose much at all on defense. We added, no. I think, we added, we, got, yeah, exactly. we added and we got younger. So if you're adding 
DeAndre Hopkins and Traylon Burks, that's to me an unproven AJ Brown type player and a better Julio Jones. Yeah. What do you, what do you think? Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, I retweeted with uh, what you said, you know, because I echo those sentiments as well. I mean, you know, sky's sky's the limit with DeAndre Hopkins on this team, at least on paper. You know what I mean? Because you're going to have to put up points in the in the AFC to you know contend. You're going to have to deal with Kansas City, Buffalo, Miami, um, the Chargers. You know this 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 conference is loaded. If if we want to be able to you know compete with those teams, the Jacksonville's. You know we got to show them their love. You know as much as it might pain us. You know they're getting a Calvin Ridley back this year. You know, they lost some pieces on defense. We got Arden Key, but they should be good. So if we want to compete with them, though, we need we need, need, need DeAndre Hopkins. You, you need to score on everything. But the thing is, the past couple of games, if you really think about it as a Titans fan, you know, since since we all and, – and, you know, we get criticism on, 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 uh, on Twitter and everything. You really don't need to score 30. It would be nice to score 20. 20. Because then you're asking your defense – to hold the opposing team yeah. on the 20 points with yeah. Kansas City and Buffalo and the Chargers and the Dolphins all in the AFC is a it's pretty big task to hold them under 20 points. But. It is, but when we when we were the one seed, we held the Bengals to what? We lose that game 19-16? Something like that, yeah. 19. Okay, we, we keep talking about that, and then we held the Jaguars when we were the, the most hurt team in the NFL last year when we just handed them the division on the silver platter. We held them to what? I think 10 points plus that phantom fumble touchdown. I don't count that yeah. as, as a touchdown. We held them to 10 yeah. points. Yeah, even. Like, what was it, like 16 to 10 or something like that? Or Our defense is top-notch, like you said, uh, through and through every week on this on this podcast. This defense is going to hold it together. It's just the offense. We need that other threat. Now, with the, with the offense pushing, I, I'm telling you, I think with Tim Kelly and Ryan Tannehill in this offense – it's going to do wonders this year, especially if we get DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah, I mean, listen, there's, there's, you know, not anyone out there who believes we would be better off, you know, without him. With then, you know, as opposed yeah. to, you know, we throw him on this team, you know, it at least gives us a fan, us as a fan base, you know, we can kind of convince ourselves into some crazy things. Oh, believe me. Yeah, you know, yeah, I, I, I could have, you know, I thought we were winning the Super Bowl these two times in the last five years, mm-hmm. you know. But, the year we went on the run to the title game, I thought that was the team of destiny. And then, you know, everything fell in our laps with uh, the one seed, and we lost that too. So, you know, give us DeAndre Hopkins, and we can start thinking some crazy things, you know. But let's not drive ourselves crazy over it until he makes a decision. He's visiting the Browns. He's visiting the Panthers. No, he's, he's not. Running. He's not visiting them. They're lurking. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Sorry, sorry. Good. You called me. All right, all right. You know, he's not visiting them, but – could be intrigued on both parties yeah. with both of those teams, um, as well as him weighing the offers from New England and Tennessee. So until he makes a move, let's not drive ourselves too crazy. Let's lighten up the mood. Uh, throw up a video here of the Beer Olympics that Bustin' with the Boys was participating in. Will Compton and uh, our former left tackle, Taylor Luan, um, competing. We're going to go on the whistle. Beer Olympics. Yeah, they're in the Woo! JB, that was, chat that, was a, that, was a good, that was a good start by Will. Run it up, chat. Run it up, chat. Oh. Sweep these fucking tails. Higher, higher, higher. 
I hope he stays on his knees like that because that was piss poor. His uh, flip cup performance is about as successful as his year ten attempt at, at, at you know staying in the league. It was it was pretty bad. You expect a lot, much better from him. You know that was just listen. I'm not the best flip cup player in the world either. You know, but that was just bad. I mean, he didn't even try to. I would have tried to start cheating after a little bit, holding on to the cup. You know, piss poor Luan though. Um, you know. Looking lean, man. I think he's going to be enjoying retirement. I, he's I really going to enjoy retirement for real. He's he, looking, he ain't going nowhere. Nowhere. At least, at least not this year. He's living his best life, and good for him. Go for him is right. You know, maybe next year when the when the sick pod gets big enough, we'll be competing in that beer Olympics. You know, as long as they're put, drinking. Put, yeah, put them under the table too. Yeah, exactly. You know, I could throw down Peronis for days, for days, cause. But uh, yeah, we thought we'd lighten the mood with that and transition with um, you know, talking about Taylor Juan. A uh, former Tennessee Titan and the position that he used to play left tackle. And I alluded to it earlier that we were going to talk about this revamped offensive line. Um, we're going to try and talk about each position group going forward, week in, week out, until we get to, um, you know, training camp and some other things happen. But let's talk about this offensive line, which last year was abysmal. I mean, watching Dennis Daly or Staley, whatever the fuck his name was, play football was like, I mean, I'd rather watch paint dry. It was it was that more painful than than anything I've ever witnessed as a as a Titans fan. I mean, you felt like every week, you know, it wasn't a matter of if; it was a matter of when. He has multiple, multiple, you know, just idiotic, it, yeah, whiffs, idiotic plays, penalties, just. You know, it, it was sad to watch. Um, but we made some moves in the draft. We made some moves in free agency. I know you're chomping at the bit. You're a big believer in this revamped offensive line, as am I. I think the sky's the limit with Henry. You know, if this line is, you know, what we think it could be. Because last year, statistically the worst line in the league, and he was second in the uh, league in rushing. So we can only imagine what, you know, the King will do with a revamped offensive line that could actually get him some push. So. I'll uh, I'll let you take over the offensive line because, uh, you know, it, it needs to be better. So tell us why it's going to be. So we'll start from left to right. And, you know, me and you will just go, you know, talk about the player, the player that he is. Right now, Andre Dilliard is the left tackle, as what, what it looks like going forward right now in OTAs. And Peter Scaranci is going to be the left guard, right? So you have a former first-round draft pick at left tackle who was a really good football player at Washington State. Right. He vanished and got hurt in the Philadelphia's deep offensive line room. Right. He needed an opportunity. Vrabel signed him to a three year deal. Hopefully he could be that former first round draft pick for us. He's still young. He's a huge mountain of a man. You see him when he walks out, you know, with the helmet raised above his head. His arm length is huge. That's that's a typical left tackle that you want. Right. Now you bump over to, to left guard. Skaronsky, he barely gave up sacks. Right. They say his arms are too small. I don't care about that. The guy is a mover, dude. You see him, you know, in training camp and not training camp in OTAs moving guys. I don't know who number 70 is, but he pancaked his ass, you know, pull, pulling out to the next level. So I'm, I'm, I'm a big believer in that. I know a lot of people did not like him um, 
not didn't like him, didn't like the pick at 11. They wanted JSN, meaning me too. I know everybody wanted the skill position and sexy player and needle mover at 11, but I do understand the need because it was historically bad uh, last year. And if you're, we're going over to center. Aaron Brewer was the left guard. Now you're just bumping him back over to center, which is his natural position. And he actually really did really well when he uh, filled in for Ben Jones last year in Green Bay. So, and he's taken full charge of the offensive line. Um, he's, he's good with the media. I've, I've been seeing in OTAs. He's taking uh, command of the huddle. So it's good. It's a good bright spot for this offensive line. That's young, right? And then you, you, you sign a guy like Daniel um, Burnskill at left. I mean, at right guard, right? right guard. He's, play, he's played every interior offensive line position. And I think he, what are we talking about? He had 600 plus snaps without a sack. Yeah. So now you're pairing him next to Aaron Brewer. That's going to help Aaron Brewer with, a first round draft pick in Skaronsky and Burnskill, that's just going to help Aaron Brewer succeed in, in, in this league, right? And then you have a second year player in MPF who actually did not have a bad year last year for his rookie year, but you're adding a, a better guy in Burnskill, in my opinion, than Nate Davis. So, right then and there, that offensive line, whether you like it or not, not you, but you know, Titan fans in general, that, that offensive line is going to be very solid. If it's going to take a little bit, you know, the first three weeks, you know, for communication wise, you know, everyone to gel together because that cohesive unit, you know, it, it moves piles. It, it, you need an offensive line to win football games. And obviously, it, you know, it didn't happen in transition to us last year. So I think this, this, the sky's the limit for this under, underappreciated position group going forward in 2023. Yeah, no, I tend to agree. I mean, um, <clears throat> I do worry about the depth. You know, should things go go wrong, or God forbid, injuries. I think we're we're a little uh, traumatized with our injury bugs the last two years. Two years ago was the most injured team in the history of the league. We had to use the most players ever to you know put on a fifty-three man roster. I think it was close to like a hundred players we had to use. And this year wasn't much better with injuries, so we're a little traumatized there. But I agree, low risk, high reward with Dillard. Yep. Dillard, um, you know, kind of caught the shit under the stick in Philly, got hurt. My lot came in and, you know, ran away with the job. And he's a top, you know, three to five, you know, left tackle in this league. Those things kind of happen. But if he does pan out, let me tell you, he, we're only paying him, I think, $9 million a year. This can end up being a steal Absolutely. over the next three years. Um, and let's not forget – it's veteran presence too, which is another reason why I like the Brunskill, um, you know, signing as well. But moving over from Dillier, we have Skaronsky, who hopefully he could be our Quentin Nelson. He could be our guard that, you know, is just there for 10 years. You know, it seems like the Titans do a lot of weird things, right? We pick running backs um, well. We pick uh, offensive linemen well. Um, but, yeah, I have all the faith in the world in him. Not the sexy pick, but, you know, I think most Titans fans knew we were going offensive line. And um, a lot of people think he could be one of the safest picks in the draft. I'm not worried about the arm length. That is why he's going to start off as a guard um, instead of playing tackle. But I also like the fact that, you know, he could probably play tackle should he need to. Absolutely. You know, if Dillard isn't working out, we got to bump him inside or, God forbid, an injury happens. You know, I, I have confidence that he can play both positions. Mm -hmm. A versatile offensive lineman who should be a 10-year starter. You know, there's nothing wrong with doing that at the 11th pick. You know, Brewer um, – Playing center, big shoes to fill. Ben Jones was a pillar on this offensive line for, I don't know, what, seven, eight years he was on this team. So, you know, all the best to him. We have to, you know, this is life after him. He was a leader on this team, though. We're going to miss him a lot. But I think Brewer's capable. And then Brunskill was a 
low risk, high reward signing free agency as well. A San Fran guy who played all over the offensive line and played most every position pretty well too. And like you said, MPF is a second year guy who actually last year out of all of our rookies, you know, might've had at a certain point, the most, the most upside, you know, for his rookie season. And wasn't he the only offensive lineman last year to start every game? Yeah, I believe so. That's a Um, positive. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, hopefully he improves. You know, we know the abilities there. He started as a rookie. Hopefully, you know, he gets better this year. But, I mean, Traylon Burks was hurt last year. So, as far as rookies went last year, he was kind of like the bright, you know, spot for us, on, on, you know, with all of our rookies. And Chig as well. Um, but that group. McCreary. Yeah. Yeah, McCreary, yeah. So, maybe I shouldn't have even said that. But hopefully, hopefully the second-year group with McCreary – with Traylon Burks, with Chig, with MPF takes a final step forward. Maybe this draft class, John Robinson's last draft class, will will work out for us. Because um, if not, we're we're hurt. We're looking at yeah. some more times ahead. Yeah, you uh, mentioned you mentioned real quick before you move on. You you mentioned about depth for this offensive line. I, I just had to look up because I forgot the guy's name. One of the draft picks that we talked about, and yeah, we and we did. Maryland. Yeah, Maryland. Jalen Duncan, man. The, the, yeah. Daniel Jeremiah said, late round diamond in the rough. This guy is a mover, huge guy. He he, he played every single game at Maryland. Um, he was an all uh, honorable mention, all Big Ten offensive lineman too. Uh, barely gave up sacks too. So I mean, that's that's a that's a huge piece. You know, young. Our offensive line is young. Right, so if if they're building for the future, that that's good because you'll have an MPF. If Diller doesn't work out and may, and Jalen Duncan, you know, comes over, you have Peter Skaronski, you Aaron Brewer. That's all young. Um, no, I tend I tend to agree, and we also have Radunes, who's coming off an ACL. I forgot about him. You know, Sal's best friend, Radunes. Um, we'll see if what he looks like when he when and if he'll be healthy, but. You know, even still, I think we're a little traumatized with injuries. And you saying a rookie's name and then me bringing up Redunes actually doesn't bring confidence in our depth at offensive line. Um, you know, so hopefully we stay healthy. It can't be any worse than last year. Like, statistically, I don't think it is possible to um, get worse than we were last year. So hopefully, you know, this group is a, is a group that improves. And if they improve, then everyone improves. Um, you know, if the offensive line improves, we have more time to throw. Yeah. We have more time for the receiving core, which can look very depleted to get open. Um, you know, we need Derrick Henry, obviously. Without him, it's all for nothing. And, um, you know, hopefully uh, I have confidence in it. I think a lot of Titans fans do. It's like you said, it's going to be an underappreciated group. Not a lot of big names, sexy names. Oh. But, um, you know, Sometimes that's not what uh, you need at the position. You need players who can play. You don't need big names. Um, hopefully we could we could turn it around because with their help, you know, I think it'll help out the whole offense. I've always said you build a team from the inside out, and um, our defensive line should be a you know a problem. So hopefully our offensive line can follow suit. Um, anything else you wanted to say about DeAndre Hopkins or this offensive line um, before we get into our last segment? Uh, I am just a big believer, and like I said, this underappreciated offensive line by some Titan fans. I mean, I, I, I don't, I don't know what the vibe is. You know, I'm trying to get it on Twitter, but you know, I really think this offensive line is going to take a huge leap. And I'm not saying be the best offensive line in the league and let up limited sacks. I think they're going to really gel together, and they're going to be a core, huge piece uh, for, for this offense to move forward. 
Yeah. And the, the, the whole DeAndre Hopkins thing, man, uh, in my heart of hearts, my heart of hearts, I really think that he's going to sign with the Titans. I really, I, I really, really do. I had the same feeling with Julio as a lot of Titans fans, I think. Yeah. And if we get him, man, not to say sky's the limit because he is 31. You know, we missed some time last year due to suspension. But he makes his team from a team that we think could be 5-12 and 12 at its worst or 6-10 and 10 to, you know, just quite the opposite, 10-6. and six, Or, I'm sorry, 10-7, and seven, you know, 11-6 and six maybe. Um, so, yeah, I mean, this offensive line has to be better. Hopefully a top – Half of the league they rank statistically yeah. because we have Henry who could pick up the slack and make a, a decent offensive line look really good. Um, and it's funny, though, I wanted to bring up to a lot of fans, like you said, it's not getting traction on Twitter and offensive lines never um, the sexy thing to talk about. Or is it, you know, the sexy pick in a draft? But all Titans fans do is complain all during the season, all off season, how bad this offensive line was. And then, of course, we add in free agency, we add in the draft, and nobody wants to talk about it. So the the position as a whole is underappreciated, and within this fan base, I think it's underappreciated as well. But hopefully they give us a reason to believe otherwise. But this week we are going to do the thing faster. I should say I'm going to do it. I'm going to host it. I'm going to throw some, some questions at Brother Jared and um, Shane. Let's go. Think fast. Taking my segment right out of my belt. Yeah, hopefully I'm not better at it than you, man. You might be out of it. I got five questions for you. You know, we're going to try and go as quick as possible, see how. uh, Kind of nervous with you, though. Yeah, no, you should. (laughs) Did take a question out that I did think would be a little off color because we want to keep it somewhat PG. Um, but we're going to start off favorite football season beer. Since you like to ask everyone that not favorite beer, but during football season, what's always in the, the foot household refrigerator. Oktoberfest, any style Oktoberfest. Okay. Well, fair enough. Um, I'm a, I'm a high life or a Coors Light guy during football season. Golden monkey. If I'm feeling frisky, uh, favorite movie, favorite movie. Oof, there is a ton of them. I have I have four I have four on my wall, but sport wise, I'm gonna have to say Friday Night Lights, Love and, and uh, comedy. I'm gonna have to say like a Tommy Boy. Tommy Boy, wow! I haven't seen that in a long time. Fat guy, um, fat guy in a little coat. Yeah, yeah. R.I.P. Uh, Chris Farley. Chris Farley, yeah. So I shouldn't do heroin and cocaine at the same time. <laughs> Um, I couldn't get a Goodfellas in there or a Bronx Tale or a Casino or something. No, I thought, I mean, you know, I mean, those are great movies, but like, I, I'm, I'm staring literally at Friday Night Lights, it's on my wall. Yeah. I mean, if we're if we we're going like sitcom, like sitcom or you know, favorite TV show, obviously, The Sopranos. I mean, I'm re watching it right now again. Yeah. Um, but I forgot you're only 30% of time, so I shouldn't expect the uh, mob movie. Uh, question three Dream Vacation Spot. Dream vacation spot. Dream vacation spot. Um, me, me and my wife has been to a lot of the Caribbean islands. Um, so dream vacation spot. I would probably say like Italy, Greece. Nice. Nice. We're in thinking, there. We're thinking that for the honeymoon. Um, 
I'm here speaking of the Sopranos. Question four: Favorite Sopranos character? Can only pick one. No fucking Friday Night Lights and Tommy Boy type shit. Pick up, pick I, a character. I got you. Um, could I have to say Paulie, man? Paulie's Paulie's hilarious, especially like yeah. the Pine Barrett scenes with Chris. Yeah. That's like that's sometimes yeah. you and Sal go at it. That's like you two. Yeah, he, I mean, he uh, that's actually good. Good comparison. He's, he's hysterical, yeah. dude. Yeah, he's very authentic. You know, he was a, a wise guy in his day, and then he got out of jail and got into acting. And every role he's ever been in, you feel yeah. like who that person is. That you know, no one can truly act like that. That is who he is. You know, I, re- I really say like, you know, Tony. Me, me and my wife, we sit in there, we sit watch the uh, Sopranos. You know, every time, and we're like, I'm like, damn man, Tony Soprano is literally my uncle. <laughs> Like literally my uncle, like that's how, that's his lifestyle, you know, besides, yeah. you know, besides the, uh, you know, the mafia, you know, mm-hmm. and everything, he just does everything that Tony does. I was going to say, you just ratted your uncle out. So, uh, no, 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 no nothing like that. Too. It's just, it's just the girls, the drinking, the clubs. Yeah. yeah. Well, shout out Jared's uncle. No free shout out. Sounds like he's living quite the life. <laughs> Last question, random as could be, but I thought it's a good one. Um, start bench cut pancakes, waffles, French toast. Start bench cut. Surprised you didn't ask me a Taylor Ham pork roll question. Start bench cut. No, we know the pancakes, know the, pancakes, the, pancakes the, waffles, French toast. Yeah, pancakes, waffles, French toast. I'm gonna say start French toast, bench waffles, and cut pancakes. Wow. wow, I like a little Belgian waffle, and you can't go wrong with you know the nice uh, pancakes. I mean, uh, the uh, French toast. You put strawberries, bananas, Nutella, anything on top of that. Yeah, I guess. I mean, that's that's to me an answer a sociopath gives you. But hey, I mean, well, what are you what are you going with? I mean, I'm starting pancakes because you can Ooh. never go you can never go wrong. I'm benching uh, waffles. To me, they're just overrated, crusty pancakes, basically. And then um, French toast. No, I'm sorry, I'm cutting. Did I say I'm cutting waffles? And then I'm benching French toast. Good to come in off the bench, but waffles to me cut and overrated. Um, I'm a pancake guy, can never go wrong. But hey, to each his own. And don't you ever bring up pork roll Taylor Ham. We know it is pork roll, so it's not even worth asking that question. We already know the answer. You know but- what we're gonna do? You know what we're gonna do for this show? You know, since we do our sports betting, you know, with our sick picks for football season. Whoa. Sammy Sammy's gonna keep a tally, you okay. know, of, of all of our individuals, okay. and we're gonna put our parlays in and if me or Sal beat you, I don't know if you if you wanted to be a me thing or, or or a Sal thing. Whoever beats you, you have to come on here and say in front of everybody that it's Taylor Ham, not Pork Roll. That, that's just a lie. And can I we get a, can we get an air shake on that? No, that's just a lie, and I don't I don't tell lies. I uh, I'm loyal to the brand, and um, it is it is Pork Roll gang through and through over here in South Jersey. So we can we can have that's a conversation we better have in person. You know what I mean? <laughs> we'll, we'll, have have we'll have it at the dinner table. Yeah, or let Sal in on that conversation too. He deserves to be a part of that uh, that conversation. Might not deserve much else, but he deserves to be in on that conversation. <laughs> uh, we miss Sal. We miss uh, everybody this week. But that's all I got for you. Thanks for participating with the Think Fast. I hope uh, you, know, you, you enjoyed my questions. You know, we talked about Hopkins. We talked about the offensive line. Um, hopefully we get Hopkins and hopefully this line is vastly improved because if those two things happen, if we get Hopkins and this line could, you know, improve upon what it was last year. I mean, this team 
can absolutely win that division. If you get a home playoff game, the way this defense can play, anything is is possible. Um, like I said, us Titans fans can convince ourselves just about anything. But other than that, you have anything uh, left to say there? Nope. Hopefully the next time we get on this, it's going to be Fourth uh, of July week. And uh, hopefully we hear some news on DeAndre Hopkins. And, guys, we're supposed to say this before the show. If you are our fans, we got we got a hell of a lot of them so far. Guys, please retweet the videos, like the videos, go online, support us. You know, all, go on, uh, you know, Facebook and, and uh, Spotify and YouTube. Smash the like button. Smash the uh, subscribe button for the boys. And, you know, we're here for you guys. Engage in the comments with us. And uh, we're here to grow. You know, we're here to stay and we're here to grow. So we love all you and appreciate all, every single one of you guys. Absolutely, absolutely. Like, subscribe, all that good stuff. Comment. We don't care if you're hating on us. Yep. Love. We just love to uh, talk all things tight. So with that being said, um, tighten up. And Shane, send us out. And that's a wrap. Hope you don't miss us too much until next time. Follow the sick podcast, Talking Titans, on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts.